0: Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis,
1: and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe.
0: Step inside and let the consumption begin. (laughs) Oh yeah, recording is in progress. Hello, Becca, how are you today? I'm so fantastic because this is a burger day. This is going to be so much fun. We're, we're going all in on the burgers. I get to make meat burgers. You're making veggie burgers. We're burgering it up. And we will get to Kenji's top 10 tips for better burgers, one of which includes keeping it cold. So we are about to put our burgers in the fridge so they have a little bit of time to hang out and rest and be ready to be cooked in a little while. So let's go ahead and get our burgers in the fridge, shall we? Okay, let's do it. And into rest. And we are drinking something super fun and exciting today, although I don't have it garnished to the hilt like the article recommended, but we're Mm -hmm. doing a pim's cup. So let's uh, pour our pim's cups into our prepared glasses.
1: Okay, they're so pretty. I know. This mixture, we'll talk through everything that's in these, but these have been chilling in the refrigerator for about 10, 15 minutes now.
0: Oh, and I made one perfect, beautiful portion.
1: Nice job. Okay,
0: let's taste. Delicious. Um, Mm, (laughs) Mmm. Yeah, that's really good.
1: (laughs) It's really good. So let's go sit down and chat and enjoy and talk to our glut about what is in these drinks.
0: Yeah. And in these burgers. In everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A whole we have so whole much to talk about. We have so, so. much to talk about and we're going to try and talk about it in a short amount of time.
1: We, we will see.
0: Well, the first thing we need to talk about is what we're smoking today before we get into our burger mania
1: here. Exactly, because this cocktail is delicious and so I need to take it slow. <laughs> but so i need
0: to be smoking on something
1: in addition to the drink to set the mood here so i am actually i use my bong it's got i'm doing some flour again today no surprise but it's called do Doe by sugar pines this is something brand new to me i've never seen this strain i've never seen this company or brand but anyway i'm excited to enjoy it it's got 25% THC, 0.06% CBD, and then 12 milligrams per gram beta-caryophyllene, 5 milligrams humulene, and then 5 milligrams, again, per gram, limonene. So, I'm trying to put that milligram amount in there more often because I still don't really get what that means for the terpenes, but I don't know. I'll document it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you've done more research than me than as usual because I am having Blue Dream from Pacific Stone. I have no THC information and we're just gonna (laughs) see how it goes. (laughs) But you you've
1: had this before
0: right? Yes yeah like I've had Blue Dream tons. Like I've grown Blue Dream. I've had Blue Dream. It's Blue Dream all the way. Uh, (laughs) Trying to take it a little easy on my consumption these days because I seem to be getting hot a little too high a little too often so <laughs> oops Try to keep a uh, keep it mellow <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. mm, that does sound nice Blue mm-hmm. dream love it yes well we'll try to report back if we remember about how we're feeling as we cook while we after we've smoked these <laughs> but before that what's in our cocktail because I've heard pimp's cup before and and I kind of knew what it was, but I also didn't realize how many things were in it and <laughs> that it was like not a single serve kind of a thing, or I guess it could be. But the recipe we found was not a single serve, and I didn't realize that until it was too late.
0: <laughs> well, it it does only serve four, so it's sure. just using uh, PIMMS number one which is a flavored gin, a little more to the sweet side of things. It's, uh, I believe it's infused with some sort of fruit, but I'd have to look at that. And then it's got sparkling lemonade, fresh squeezed lemon juice, and the recommended garnishes are cucumber, strawberry, fish, fresh basil leaves, and a lemon slice. And so the base recipe is two cans of sparkling lemonade, which they suggest San Pellegrino Limonata which is what I found today. So that is what I'm using. Okay. And one cup of Tim's number one, half a cup of fresh squeezed lemon juice, one cucumber, eight strawberries, eight fresh ta- basil leaves torn, and one lemon sliced. And that makes four servings. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: yeah, mix it all up, put it in the, well, it does say to thinly slice the cucumber and quarter the strawberries and tear up the basil leaves. And then when you serve it, you're, it, the direction said to pour it and then mix up evenly the rest of the cucumbers and strawberries and all that nonsense stuff. But we did it the reverse. We filled our glasses first and then poured it in <laughs> because I did not want it to, the whole slices of cucumber to be like thwomping into my
0: glasses. Liquid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't even have cucumber. I got a sprig of basil. I'm drowning in blackberries right now. So I've got blackberries (laughs) instead of strawberries. I do have the lemon slice, but I feel very undergarnished for the amount that they really wanted in here. Two strawberries per cup, two fresh basil leaves per cup, a quarter of a cucumber per cup. I don't even know how you'd get a quarter of a cucumber in there.
1: That's what I mean. It was...
0: It's this, outrageous. Popping
1: so much down. Didn't have pins either. I have Hendrix gin. We're just doing what we want with it today, but it is tasty either way. So I'm very much enjoying it.
0: I lucked out because my friend Sarah has pins at her house, and I went to take care of her cats, and she had pins. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, sponsoring the show, but indirectly. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> tasty drink, tasty smoke. Should we get into Kenji's? Burger tips?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's I, do it.
1: Burger I, tips from our fave.
0: We'll see how expansive we feel about the need to comment on some of these. Mm-hmm. These are tips for meat-based burgers, not veggie burgers. But I'm assuming at least some of these can apply to veggie burgers as well. But since I don't get to talk about meat on this project, uh, project. So I do not get to talk about meat on these episodes nearly enough. We're gonna talk about some meat today. I'm making it's meat summer. Damn it!
1: That's right. Gretchen will not be contained anymore with her meat. But I think I've been the one suggesting a lot of these meat ones too.
0: You have. <laughs> yeah. You've been con- suggesting because I was like, oh no, we're gonna make another veggie burger, and then you were like, no, no, well let's make two different kinds of burger. And I was like, oh okay, not a problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we let's we should say really quick we have done a veggie burger before i wanted to recreate the tejano burger from rome in san francisco california area and we did attempt to do that but that was kind of a one off specific burger attempt so yeah i wanted gretchen to do a meat burger i wanted all of our meat fans to get to have a classic burger experience with gretchen and i found a fun veggie burger too and some of the advice overlaps like Gretchen said so this is fun
0: so let's let's start with tip number 1 which we neither one of us is following today i did have a half of a, a mind to be completely mad and change my mind yesterday and then realized no gretchen stop being extra you just got to you got to go with pre ground meat in this instance but kenji recommends buying meat whole and grinding it yourself now, which presents a few problems, but he does have a lot of suggestions on how to get around these these problems. Yeah,
1: meat grinder problems.
0: Yeah, meat grinder <laughs> problems. Let's say not everybody in the world owns a meat grinder. Do I own a meat grinder? Of course I do, because I have a KitchenAid and I bought the meat grinder attention. Or I got one that had it already. I can't remember. So I've got mm-hmm. one. and. We can talk about making sausages later because that's mostly what I've done with grinding my meat grinder so far is made sausages because I like making a sausage. And uh, reasons you would want to grind your own meat kind of lead to you know exactly what kind of meat you're getting as that meat mixture. I'm sure Kenji has tips on which ones are the best. You get, I've seen a lot of different types of meat used for burgers. I think the number one, that I was extremely disappointed by was short rib meat that they had ground up and made into burgers because it is so fatty. It was making what I could taste from the grill was that the fat was dripping off of it and flaming. And so you get this like diesel-y flavor that sticks to the meat. So I do not recommend short ribs as a meat for this, but most other meats will work. It's pretty much whatever you feel like wouldn't use tenderloin necessarily it's not the most flavorful bit but it'll make for an extremely tender burger so but yeah so you you number one can tell exactly how much what type of meat you're getting you can control the amount of fat in it you can control what other additives you use and kenji does like the idea of grinding if you're going to do flavorings in your burger grinding it with the meat So that was why I suddenly went mad yesterday and thought I might want to do that because I was like, I don't know. Can I go against Kenji and buy buy store bought and then handle it too much? Because he's like, please don't. And I just couldn't bring myself to want to grind a bunch of meat and clean the meat grinder afterward. So maybe someday when I have an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's so much work. Before we've even started. Yeah. That's so much work. Um, Okay. So if you can, if you're inclined to use freshly ground beef because you're in control of everything and it probably tastes really good to have it totally fresh like that.
0: All right. Now, should we move on? Have we discussed that enough? I feel like we've kind of covered it. I think
1: so. Yeah. So fresh ground
0: next. Uh, Tip number two, keep everything really cold. This is to help keep your fat from starting to melt out of your meat. So like don't handle it. Don't, you know, don't do anything to it. If you're grinding it yourself, put all the stuff for your meat grinder in the refrigerator or the freezer. Uh, the KitchenAid attachments don't do as well. The, the worm part of it that actually does the meat grinding is, I believe, made out of metal. But everything else on that is plastic, so it doesn't work as well. If you have metal parts, it's really great when you can put them in the fridge and keep them really cold and they stay cold. So advantage to meat. Uh, metal meat grinding things um but yeah don't don't warm up that fat cause any amount of that fat that's coming out you're not gonna have in your burger anymore once you start to cook it, so keep keep your shit cold and it also helps keep the meat in form,
1: yeah, and this is one of those overlaps with the recipe I found because it suggests to refrigerate the patties for an hour after they've been formed, so we're picking up an alignment on. Part two here, or on step two, on advice two, number two. Jesus Christ, what <laughs> can I can
0: I talk? Do, I guess Dosey Doe is not a good one for you as far as talking. I, I think I'm the only one. I always am the one that says "pro." I'm like, nope, I'm stoned. I can't talk anymore. Even though I do still talk, it just doesn't make any sense. And <laughs> you rarely have issues with that. So this is a fun role reversal we're doing today. Yeah.
1: Dosey Doe, and in my brain.
0: All right, rule number three is don't futz with your meat. This kind of goes along with rule number two. The more you work the meat, the more you can change the protein structure, and that can lead to tougher meat. So, today when I was mixing in my little mix ins, I mixed them in as briefly as possible. I actually kind of mixed them all together first, then put them into the meat, and just kind of really like pushed it into the meat, mixed a little bit and done
1: so don't futz meaning one like don't overwork it when you're forming it but don't like add too much stuff to be like is it just a matter of like overworking
0: or um so okay I'm sorry this is where the other part of my thought is It's because I love to put shit in my burgers uh-huh. Um, when I make them at home, and the the burger I make is loosely based out of a cookbook that I don't seem to own anymore. Actually, it was a herb herb book slash cookbook, and it had a recipe in it called herby burgers, and you put herb butter into the patties and mix it together. So I I love making uh just adding some butter herbs and uh Worcestershire sauce maybe sometimes I'll add in I think today I did put a little bit of black garlic into it as well into that mixture so I'm gonna make a black garlic mayo to put on top but I thought I'd put some in the meat just for funsies because I've got this nice black garlic powder I brought back from uh France that I need to use and yeah so Kenji actually seems to have a problem with this as a concept of adding things in. Now, I I skipped over adding in any breadcrumbs or I have added eggs before. I will add onions into these. He won't. He doesn't want any of that mixed in after your meat is ground. Now, if you're grinding it in with the meat, that seems to be a better option in Kenji's mind. But if you're adding it in later, you want to mix it as lightly as possible and then put it away. So no more than a minute of mixing tops because that the more you mix it, the more you're going to warm the meat. That leads to your fat leaking out, but also it changes those proteins and can make things tough. So
1: I see. It, did You said you're adding onions. Did you cook them first?
0: Today I am not adding onion. I did oh, add okay. a, an umami seasoning blend that I believe okay. has onion powder in it. So today I'm going with a little bit more of a like, what's that fast style thing that we did that you were like, this is, oh, guacamole. So it's kind of like that guacamole mm-hmm. where we use the powdery stuff. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm using today. Sometime, but usually I will add raw meat or raw onions to my meat. That's my preference. Like Minced. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I've definitely like made caramelized onions and added them to meat haven't tried marcella's like soaking trick and adding those to the meat but that would be kind of an interesting different thing to try mm-hmm. and i think that might be it on
1: that but front. so would kenji be a little bit more of like a a beef purist or like a meat purist here and like his ideal burger has more of like the, all of that stuff on the topping versus in the patty
0: yeah he also compares it to like making like a meatloaf sandwich which i can understand if you add added especially when you start adding breadcrumbs in my mind that's when you're really like adding it's different it's different yeah that's definitely sure. like on the edge of a meatloaf more than like a burger mm-hmm. so i okay. can get it's a classification issue for him yeah. uh if you're calling it a meatloaf burger sure that's fine i guess but okay. he's like yeah pretty much yeah. a If you're calling it a burger, he wants it to be pure beef. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No breadcrumb burgers on his grill.
0: Absolutely not. Okay.
1: Okay. So that's part three. Don't overwork it. And you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. But according to Kenji, his scenario for this perfect burger is beef only in the patty.
0: Yeah. Uh, Any chance you know what time we started? Because I forgot to set a timer. I want to say
1: it was like 1240.
0: Okay, so I'll give I'll set a timer for ten minutes to finish this out. Yeah. Does that sound good? Number we're ten. gonna try and move yeah. along. All right. Yeah. All right. Number four, also controversial. I'm hoping after number four, we're gonna get to some fast ones because I've had a lot more to say <laughs> about the first three than I was expecting to.
1: <laughs> too salt or not too salt? Number four.
0: He 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 has a beautiful illustration here in the article mm. about. Uh, We've got the unsalted patty on the top, has a much looser profile, like doesn't look as cooked in the middle. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it's definitely like a nicer, to me, looks nicer. Maybe other people would disagree. Whereas on the bottom, this is where you get that meatloaf-like texture. This looks like a meatloaf to me, where it's more like it's kind of homogenous. You can't tell it's really ground beef. It's more of a paste. So sort of interesting that salting your meat before you cook it can break down the proteins in that way that make it look like it's much more like finely ground as versus a fully ground mat patty. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Do I know what I'm saying? Does this any of this make sense?
1: I was with you for a little bit, but then I got a little confused when I think you started describing the graphics instead of necessarily Just... like...
0: It looks like like, this. Yeah. All right. So, so hot tip is add your salt on the outside of your burger only because that'll help preserve your structure as far as being more of a hamburger esque structure. How's that? Is that a good summary? That makes
1: perfect. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) And it's very, it makes sense if it makes sense. But I was thinking it's really hard for me to imagine not salting anything before it's formed but if it's just beef then it may it's fine to salt it on the top versus all through you know and i, I guess you'd also want to be cognizant of if you did add anything even at the grounding at yourself level you wouldn't want to salt any of those things
0: whether they're cool. cooked or raw correct okay yes exactly you you covered it quite well okay i i just was noting that kenji specifically says that the salt will dissolve proteins and so it it can really mess with things like
1: yeah well so my
0: recipe does have salt in the patty mixture yes oh sorry good thank you thank you thank you i was like what there was another point i was gonna make but i couldn't remember what it was but for yours so so it doesn't matter for yours you've got no protein right okay yeah we're we're talking about purely protein based burgers here where if you're going to have a much more protein structure you don't want to salt because it changes the shape of the protein and draws the moisture out from in the interior which like is going to just make things more dry in there
1: so did you salt you didn't salt your interior
0: uh well, okay, I did a little bit because Oh I that put, being
1: said you did
0: it. <laughs> I well, I put Worcestershire sauce in it. Oh, which is so got some, some salty component. Yeah. I've never had that problem with the herbie burgers. I think partially because I put so much fat into them. They just don't they don't behave like other burgers anyway. So we'll see. We'll see what my thoughts are after this. I mean, I guess I have to go buy more beef and do it with just the pure beef and see what I really prefer.
1: Yeah, keep practicing. <laughs> okay, next up, form matters. So form
0: guys. form matters. Yeah, if you really care about consistency, form does matter. And if you like, the only thing I really want to point out here is if you like a really big burger, if you press sort of a dimple into the center, that'll help you from getting... <laughs> What Kenji cleverly calls meatball burgers, which the, is when they sinus, like the protein seize up to the point where they like turn into a ball. And while they're great sometimes, it is much harder to eat than like a nice flat patty. So if you're making big guys, make sure you kind of divot out the center a little bit.
1: Okay. That's good to know.
0: Now, for saying don't salt the inside of your meat, it does say season liberally. So you do want a good. St- coating of salt on the outside that helps with the forming of crust if you were looking for a little bit of a crust on the outside so that's that's a good thing i don't think i have much more to say on that any comments from you on the seasoning
1: would you besides like salt or pepper does kenji just say
0: salt it looks like he's doing both
1: so besides salt and pepper would you Would it be worth it to do any other
0: powder seasonings at that point? Uh, things like garlic and onion powders, they're gonna cause some trouble because they have a higher, they have a sugar content. Whereas I don't really know about pepper, but I think not. (laughs) And salt has no carbohydrates to it. So it's a rock, basically. Yeah. Right. It's a rock.
1: So eat as much as you want. It's just a rock. It's, it's a, a rock.
0: Thing. Yeah. No, we're not saying that. It does fuck no, with you, you eat too me. much. It looks like he's more like salt and peppers. But just don't hold back kind of how much you're applying. Right. Yeah. Because you I lose mean,
1: a lot when you cook. Especially if you're flipping right. a lot, I imagine. And that,
0: we... that leads us right into step seven or t- tip tip okay. seven. Flip your burger as often as you like. Okay,
1: not a problem. I thought that would be different too, but I'm glad to know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the the but we we learned this with our special trick of uh, doing the cold pan and flipping constantly. Uh, no I flatter did, method. And you can do that with burgers. It works with a burger. I okay. done it. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure it's as nice as with a whole piece of meat because there is a little bit of a danger of like breaking it apart. So you have to be really careful when you're doing mm-hmm. that versus if you are like hitting a hot pan and getting that meat to sear so that it'll, it's bind, staying a more, it'll bind a little more on the outside. So there's some issues with it. If you're really careful... It it can you can do it, but it is like mm-hmm. you almost have to like use two spatulas and pick it up yeah. and then like put the other one on top, <laughs> flip it over and put it back in the pan. I think it was where I ended up the last time I did it. so Just just be aware you can do it yeah. and it does work, but it's a little precarious, at least until you start seeing some nice searing on the outside.
1: hmm. I think my recipe says high heat.
0: That would make sense since you're working with starch binding versus protein binding. You want to kind of snap it together real quick.
1: Sure. Okay, so that was seven. What's eight?
0: Use a thermometer. It's a good tip. Make sure your meat is cooked, especially questionable ground meat that you might be working with. You want to make sure that you hit your at least medium temperature because that's going to prevent you from getting most foodborne illness and yeah if people who say they can tell how done a burger is by touching it are people who either cook burgers constantly all day for their job or are really obsessed with meat but for most best consistency and if you're really picky about your temperature whereas i love a, like i can eat rare burger all the time i love it i love my burger rare uh i do mm-hmm. eat what's the stuff The raw meat, meat. chocolate. Thank you, tartar. I love tartar and I love carpaccio. That is like my favorite. If you care about what your temperature of your meat is, make sure you're using a thermometer to get there. What is it supposed to be? What's like that medium? Medium, totally pink, just starting to dry out. That's 140 degrees. Okay. 120 is rare or anything lower than that is also rare. 130 is medium rare pink and warm 150 goes to medium well 160 is well done no you know that's if you like your meat kind of dry
1: okay judging no i'm just
0: kidding i know i made a (laughs) face so it's like okay use a
1: thermometer if you have a preference about how it's cooked yeah and then okay two more here
0: two more choose your bun wisely i don't know what is there to say? It's bread. Make sure you've got enough bread, what are you or not use? too much bread. I f- so I walked into Whole Foods this morning, and we need to get a sponsorship deal from Amazon for some reason because like <laughs> I talk about Whole Foods so much. And I was thinking, ooh, I want a pretzel bun. I walk mm-hmm. in the door, and right on the first rack inside the door are pet- pretzel buns with sesame seeds on them. And I was like, thank you, universe, for making this so easy. Yep. Guess what I have. What do you have? Pretzel bun? Pretzel buns. Yeah!
1: Pretzel yes. bun! <laughs> Alright, so we chose wisely for us. <laughs>
0: yes, indeed.
1: And what's the last one?
0: Uh, don't let anyone tell you what to put on it. So basically, have fun with your toppings, and if somebody's yucking your yum, tell them to get bent. So It's your fucking burger. You can eat whatever you want on it.
1: That's right. Well, I guess, should we read the our respective ingredients? Sure.
0: Yeah, sounds okay. good. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. It's, mine is very vague and short. I've got ground beef. Uh, did I actually write this down? I did. Okay. I uh, said probably some onions. Actually, I went sans onions, so I'll take that off my ingredient list today. Just beef. Probably not onions. Um, <laughs> probably not onions yeah so we got beef oh I did I did put into black garlic uh I did dried oregano and thyme that I actually soaked in the Worcestershire sauce so I I mm. to just so moisten them so I was going to use fresh but I couldn't find a good amount of time in my yard and I didn't cut it at Sarah's like I was planning on so Sarah might have contributed bigly to this today I think uh <laughs> And then fresh parsley that I chopped up and butter. And then I also, because you had miso in your burgers, I added some miso into mine to bump up that umami flavor. And I put some, I think it's a Whole, Whole Foods brand umami powder in there as part of the seasoning.
1: Yum. Do it yeah. up. Season liberally.
0: I am a liberal seasoner.
1: <laughs> That's right. If not now, then when? <laughs>
0: All right, now tell us about your veggie burger.
1: Okay, so this one has one medium to large beetroot. I'm gonna do a quick bone to pick about the quantity suggestions on some of these ingredients on mine, because I get it, a medium to large beetroot, I, sure, for sure, but could you also say, or one cup? That's helpful to me, but I did end up getting peeled and steamed beets so they were it was one cup so that's what that was in my mind but also give me a little bit more definition i just want always more specificity but you want franny i want franny for everything yeah (laughs) everybody should have been taught how to write recipes the way franny says yeah
0: Oh my God, but not then, Franny, oh,
1: Fanny, Fanny Farmer. Oh, Fanny, Fanny Farmer. I always do that in my head too. And then I'm like, Franny Farmer, Fanny Farmer, Fanny Famer. Fanny, yeah. Fanny. Yeah. Fanny. It's Fanny, not Franny.
0: Fanny. Fanny. Yeah, Fanny Farmer.
1: Okay. So after the beets, you want three white mushrooms sliced, two minced cloves of garlic, one half cup of rolled oats, one half cup of flour. A pinch of rosemary chopped again a pinch i did oregano because i hate fresh rosemary chopped in things and then one medium shallot again medium to whom what, is, what does that mean uh roughly minced also and then a heaping teaspoon of light brown miso i have red <laughs> and then some half a teaspoon of salt half a teaspoon of white pepper which i don't have so i just omitted and then i will need vegetable oil for frying gretchen made her Typical yeah. white pepper face when I said that.
0: <laughs> it smells like poo. It smells like poo to me. I'm
1: sorry. It smells like poo. She hates it. <laughs> so we did say that we've already done a few things, including I cooked down my mushrooms with my shallots and garlic and then once that cooled added it to my chopped beets and all of the rest of the ingredients and did a little food process. Gretchen and I discussed how much liquid quantity I should add because of the beets being pre steamed. So I held back that liquid from the beets and did not put it into the mixture. But otherwise, that's got all that. Once I mixed that up in the food processor, just shaped it, and that is in the refrigerator. What did you do on your side to get to
0: this point? So I chopped up all my herbs that my fresh herbs So in this case just parsley and then added the parsley along with my other seasonings and butter and worcestershire sauce to my meat kneaded it lightly shaped it into patties they are of varying sizes so my smaller ones don't have divots but the bigger ones do and put that in the fridge okay and
1: how long do you think it took for you to get to this point?
0: Oh, uh, longer than it should have is my <laughs> my first instinct. Always. Probably if I was a little more focused and I needed to focus a little bit earlier, probably I could have gotten to this point in 20 minutes tops.
1: Yeah, same. I think I probably ended up doing 30, but I was kind of... Dilly dallying with my mushrooms and chopping my beets and stuff. So, probably twenty so far. So we should see how long it takes now. The my recipe said for the burgers to refrigerate for an hour. So we're gonna aim for that. So we might take a little break and then time travel a bit with you when we are ready to cook the burgers.
0: How about how about if we we are gonna time travel because we're waiting on the burgers. We have to.
1: We're not gonna make you sit here for an hour.
0: Could listen to us wax about burgers for an hour, but I'm pretty sure even I would be bored by the end. And yeah,
1: yeah, we're yeah, because we were even going to talk a little bit about toppings and fat ratios, but I think we've got plenty discussed there with our kinji
0: tips. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we covered it. You know, I obviously maybe could touch on fat a little bit because I'm adding butter to mine, so right, even. I I'm good on the fat, but I'm also like, yeah, additional more fat, please, thank you. Why not? <laughs> why the fuck <why> not?
1: <laughs> and your fat's butter in this case.
0: Yes, for yeah. for this this time, it's mm. butter. Yum. I thought of about six different things you can mix in there because you could also just like put in some bacon fat if you're grinding mm. it yourself, or in you, know, you know, like play with your yeah. play with your fats, people. What about okay. oils?
1: Maybe not because of the Maybe. high heat, or it would depend.
0: Yeah, it would depend on how high high heat it could tolerate. I would be intrigued to do something with like a little sesame oil in it. I so, was just thinking point? sesame, yeah. And or like you a would, peanut, yeah. With like you know, a Thai Thai peanut sauce kind mm-hmm. of
1: thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we well, could do that. Yeah, let's. We can't. Uh, 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 as, as always, we we are not even. We haven't even cooked these, and are already like ready to do a, a do video. another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why didn't we think of this? You know Oh, it's gonna be exciting. But we'll check in on toppings when we see you again in the future.
0: Yes, indeed. See you in the future.
1: Future ball. Future. We're back
0: in the future
1: it's the Back. future it's noisy we've got hot pans sizzling butter on my side we oh, have yeah. pulled our buns out of the or we've pulled our patties out of the oven oh my gosh we've pulled our patties out of the fridge we've toasted our buns and we are getting ready to cook our patties
0: oh uh, yeah i got my pan good and hot over here Okay. I'm hungry, so I'm going to go with one of these big guys with a big dent in the right. center. Yep. Hear that sizzle?
1: Flip off and
0: okay, give it another second there. Hey. Okay. Flip one success.
1: Okay. One flip in the books.
0: Ah, I forgot the salt. Shoot
1: ah shiitake
0: something this side my patties are holding together Oh, good. yeah i thought it looked like you had really hit the perfect uh texture
1: i'm excited about this patty option i wish it had some protein in it maybe i'll find a way to add some beans at some point but i really like it so far we'll see how it tastes
0: flip number two on the book okay Going and we're, and we're salted. Now.
1: What world level is all this?
0: I don't know, with all this flipping nonsense, this might be a world <laughs> level too.
1: Yeah. I don't think I said where my veggie burger recipe is from, and it's from Shea Jorge, I'm guessing, and it's vegan beetroot burgers. And it did also say to take them out of the refrigerator 10 minutes before I started eating them on the pan. again. Me too. I guess for me, what I'm only cooking the oats and the flour.
0: Yeah. Flip number four. Same. Might give by to poke with the thermometer, see where I'm at. Temperature wise. Well, I'm over 120. It seems like. Okay. So I'm gonna flip one more time. See where I am. On this side. I'm starting to see some. Real crispy, uh crisping going on over here. So.
1: Okay, that's I'm, good. I'm pulling it. You're pulling it. Okay, I just pulled mine.
0: All right. Alrighty. righty. So I put a little cheese on mine. I got a slice of tomato going here. Okay. I bought some fancy pickles that I'm going to throw on. Yum. Where are you, fancy pickles? <laughs> I'm doing some
1: aged white cheddar. I think I'll probably do some jalapeno and some ketchup
0: oh all right yeah ketchup. yeah here we go try the pickles they're good
1: delicious did you <clears> make your <throat> black garlic mayo
0: i did okay yeah i put it on the bun and i put a little bit on top of the burger okay i've got some lettuce here to put on mine okay I'll pop on my jalapenos
1: okay i'll be ready when you are Okay,
0: one second. All right. Ready? Let's do it. Oh, could you turn your fan off? Yes. I was having let's the same the thought. Cookies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's taste these puppies.
1: Okay, here we go. First taste.
0: Mmm. Yeah? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You like it? hmm. I like it a lot. I think I need like to a add a little. Them. Go ahead.
1: It's a teeny bit gummy. Mmm. Like it's almost over found, but it's really
0: good. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Maybe back off a little on the oats maybe next time? Maybe. Mm -hmm. I do think I want to put, like, mustard on this. I didn't put any mustard on it. I think it needs a little mustard. Yeah, that would be good. Dijon or yellow? Well, probably Dijon, because I'm fancy, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think we can conclusively say, good burgers. (laughs) So we're not even talking.
1: Mm -hmm. But... I do like the flavor. I like the beet. It adds a little sweetness. I think maybe I would cut back a little bit on the oat and the flour. Maybe that's because I had the steamed beets. Hmm. Maybe. You know, but I love the oregano instead of the rosemary. I think that's delicious. And like I said, I think it's a little bit gummy, but I'd almost rather have it be a little gummy than falling apart. Yeah. Veggie burger. So. But really tasty. I really like it. I think I'm with you. I'd want maybe a little bit of mustard, too. There's a lot of op- ideas I have right now of what I would want on this. So right. <laughs> it's really good.
0: Yeah, I might go throw a few on after we're, we're finished yeah. here. But I I don't think we need to listen to or have anyone else listen to us uh, chew on stuff for the rest of this time. So. No. Gotta say. But. Burger success.
1: Burger success. Pim's Cup success and yeah i think we need to just go eat now
0: yeah all right okay okay yeah we have an instagram we have a patreon yes. email us at the high gluttony at com.
1: use our discount code at busy that's busy cbd b-i-z-z-y and our discount is all caps h-g busy get 15 percent off all of their awesome products and yeah Tell everyone you know about us until they are just so sick of it. They don't want to hear about it anymore. But this is all you think about, I know. So just keep telling everybody how much you think about it.
0: All day. All the time. Everywhere. All day. All all the time.
1: All right, off we go. Off we go.
0: Two burgers. burgers. Bye.